As I settled in for my two-hour drive, I started up one of my favorite podcasts. That way, I would have something to listen to to help me with my long drive to Delaware County, Ohio. I spent two hours in a vehicle with a podcast playing, and I cannot tell you anything about it. My thoughts were focused on where I was driving to and why. When a hunter looking for his lost hunting dog uh, located a skull in the woods, uh, that started the investigation for Delaware County. I thought about season one. Probably the eeriest thing, what I still can see in my sleep, is a footprint on the back of her door. He had kicked that door shut to keep her in. I knew, like, something, like, I just knew it was bad. Something horrible happened, I'm calling the police. And, you know, I can still see her standing on the corner, waving goodbye. Um, You know, that's, that's the last time I saw her. As I drove, I also thought about whether or not I was the right person to push this podcast forward and help get Stacy's story heard. Maybe I just don't have what it takes. No matter how much my mind drifted through thoughts, one question kept calling out. Why the northern part of Delaware County, Ohio? Why here? We, we don't know. Just In Case You Forgot podcast is produced and hosted by William Swafford. Music was put together by William Swalford. No, I kind of remember like like it was yesterday. They had a uh, a white tent set up there in the corner, and it was kind of a makeshift. Uh, um, oh, I don't know. Our BCI agent was kind of uh, looking at the bones under the tent and stuff, but uh, I. Uh, my job at the time is I sat out here on, on the road and we just recorded every license plate that went by us. I stood next to Detective Jeff Bessinger from the Delaware County Sheriff's Department, looking out past a road, State Route 257, then past a field to a tree line. Detective Bessinger was pointing out the area where 23-year-old Stacy Colbert skeletal remains were found. We were west of the town of Radnor, not far from the next county north of Delaware County. Interesting thing is we are just uh, a stone's throw away from the next county. As I stood in the driveway looking across the road, I looked back up at the house. We were maybe a hundred yards from where Stacy's remains were found. I asked myself a question. How did Stacy go unnoticed for six years? Why Delaware County? Does the monster who put Stacy there have some kind of connection to the county? Or did this monster choose Delaware County because there was nothing to tie this person to the county? After I finished up episode 9 of season 1 of Just In Case You Forgot, I thought my work on this podcast was done for a while. I did not have anything to help move the podcast forward, and I started to have doubts if I was even smart enough to push things forward. So I figured I did all I could do. I spent some time trying to take a mental break and get my head right. However, there wasn't a day that had gone by that I did not think about the Stacy Colbert investigation. But I kept telling myself, there's nothing more I can do. Then one day, about a month after I finished episode 9 of season 1, I get a message on Messenger from Ashley, a friend and sorority sister of Stacy Colbert. I had talked to Ashley in season one, 
in the message, Ashley had mentioned that she had recently gone to the spot where Stacy's remains were found in Delaware County. She said she wasn't sure if I was planning on doing any more episodes or if I would be interested in hearing about her experience up there. After a few messages between Ashley and myself, I started thinking that I needed to look at things from a different angle. I started season one from looking at things from the Columbus, Ohio point of view. Stacy going missing. The investigation. Delaware County law enforcement did not get to see this investigation that way. Delaware County's homicide investigation would not start until November of 2004. When a hunter looking for his lost hunting dog uh, located a skull in the woods, uh, that started the investigation for Delaware County. On November 27th of 2004, a man, who the media calls the hunter, stopped his vehicle somewhere on State Route 257, west of Ratner Township. The man had gone looking for his lost dog. The Farmer's Almanac website said it was around 40 degrees on that day. The man had been walking along the tree line and at some point went into the small wooded area. The man had walked 50 to 75 yards from the road. At some point, the man had looked down at the ground and had seen what appeared to be a human skull. Law enforcement would be contacted and they would arrive at the scene on State Route 257. The area where the human remains were found would put this investigation into the hands of Delaware County Sheriff's Department. The one in charge of the Delaware County Sheriff's Department at that time was former Sheriff Al Myers. I have tried to reach out to former Sheriff Al Myers. However, he has not responded to my messages. The Sheriff's Department had human remains of an unknown person and no idea why the human bones were in that area. They would have to try to determine if the bones were there because of some kind of an accident or were left there because of a criminal act, homicide. The Delaware County Sheriff's Department would bring in the Delaware County Coroner and the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Identification and Investigation. Anthropologists from Ohio State University would be brought in to help recover as many bone pieces as possible. Law enforcement would set up a white tent in the field by the tree line. Sheriff deputies would be on the road writing down license plate numbers. No, I kind of remember like it, like it was yesterday. They had a, uh, a white tent set up there in the corner, and it was kind of a makeshift. Uh, um, oh, I don't know. Our BCI agent was kind of uh, looking at the bones under the tent and stuff. But uh, I... Uh, my job at the time is I sat out here on the road and we just recorded every license plate that went by us. The human skull was transported to Ohio State University where a forensic dentist would do what they could do to put a name to the human remains. The media would catch on to the story and the news release said that the human remains were possibly of a 40-year-old woman. They reported it, it was like a 40-year-old, but I still got those little hairs raised on the back of my neck thinking this is this i you know i have a really bad feeling about this investigators would remain on the scene on state route 257 for three days they carefully went through the dirt underneath the white tent to find as many pieces of bones that they could it was reported that the investigators 
had taken a trash bag full of dirt and debris back to the crime lab to go through in hopes of finding any more pieces of bones or evidence. The forensic dentist used dental records to help identify the remains. It took a week for them to get results. Former Delaware County Sheriff Al Myers would hold a news conference to let the public know that the human remains were identified as 23-year-old Stacy Colbert from Columbus, Ohio, who had gone missing from her Governor Square apartment in March of 1998. So the Delaware County Sheriff's Department had a victim that they knew nothing about and six years had already gone by since Stacy had been reported missing by her sister, Danielle. Six years. This would cause problems from the start of the investigation. An area where a body is found can sometimes give clues to how the body got there or how the victim died. Clues like tire tracks, footprints, clothing, or even possibly a murder weapon. However, six years had gone by since Stacy had gone missing and possibly put there in that spot. All those possible clues on what happened to Stacy and how she got there had been lost in time, if they were ever there in that area. Then there is what they call the swell line. That is where the Scioto River overflows, swells up, and floods parts of the riverbank. That swell line comes out to about where the tree line meets the field. Stacy's body was placed at the edge of that swell line. I stood in the field with Detective Bessinger and Ashley. It looked as though the river was 10 to 20 feet from where we were standing. So why leave her at the edge of the tree line? Why didn't this monster just put her in the river and she would possibly would have never been found? There are some people who think that Stacy possibly wasn't at that spot for the whole six years. I believe two things could possibly cause some people to think that way. Investigators said that they could only determine that Stacy had been at that spot on State Route 257 for at least two years. They could not determine any longer than that. Then there was a brush clear out that happened five years before Stacy's remains were found, and only one year after Stacy had gone missing. How did no one notice Stacy was out there? Stacy had gone missing on March 22nd of 1998. Around the beginning of May, farmers start working in their fields. Then there was that brush clear out. The house right across the road. Why did it take six years and a man who didn't even belong on the property to find Stacy? The man who found Stacy's remains did not own the property and was not hunting there. He had only stopped to get out to look for his lost dog. So if he would have never got out to look for his lost dog, Stacy may have never been found. Delaware County law enforcement would have another problem at the start of their homicide investigation. They were six years behind on Stacy Colbert's missing person slash homicide investigation in Columbus, Ohio. You might remember in season one, I said that this started off as a missing person investigation for the Columbus Police Department. However, after three days of investigating Stacy's apartment, it would be treated like a homicide investigation. So Delaware County had to get to know who Stacy was as a person, who her family and friends were, who she worked with, who she went to school with, who she dated. 
and try to find out who might have had a reason to hurt Stacy Colbert. Delaware County had to go over the evidence that Columbus detectives have collected. They had to re-interview people from Stacy's life. Then there's the one question that I personally know a lot of people has asked. Why Delaware County? Why that spot? Why did this monster leave Columbus and go north with Stacy? Why not go east, west, or south? Columbus is in Franklin County. Franklin County connects to five different other counties. Delaware County being one of them. The other counties are Licking, Fairfield, Pickaway, and Madison. Looking at the Governor's Square apartment complex on the map, it appears to be in the northwestern part of Columbus. So let's just say a person wanted the quickest way out of Franklin County. The logical choices would be to go either north or west. If a person goes west, then they would end up in Madison County. If a person goes northwest, they could possibly end up in Union County. If a person goes directly north, then it's Delaware County. When I drove to Delaware County, I did not take the interstate. So I seen field and trees, then more fields and more trees. As I stood in the driveway on State Route 257 next to Detective Bessinger, I couldn't help but think that this spot looked just like the two-hour drive that I just had taken to get there. I had even driven through parts of Union County. So I thought that a person would not have to drive 40 minutes to find a spot like this one where Stacy's remains were found. Why would someone drive 40 minutes with a dead body in the vehicle? Wouldn't they be paranoid of getting pulled over by law enforcement? Was there a need to take Stacy out of Columbus and out of Franklin County? I brought up in Season 1 that Delaware County has been referred to as a body dumping ground for the connecting counties by law enforcement. Delaware connects to six different counties, Franklin County being one of them. Then there is Marion, Richland, Knox, Licking, and Union. I bring up these different counties because a person doesn't necessarily have to have ties to Delaware County to know certain areas of that county. A person could have known of that road from driving through the county to get to another connecting county. State Route 257 dead ends in the town of Prospect, which is in Marion County. A person could take State Route 257 from Prospect and follow it down into Franklin County, and it will run down the west side of Columbus. A person could have taken either Bethel Road or Henderson Road and taken one of those to Riverside Drive and then head north. Riverside Drive is part of State Route 257. So how did whoever took Stacy out of her apartment know that if they got on Riverside Drive and headed north, that they would end up in the north part of Delaware County? Someone from outside of the area might not know that without having a map of some kind. There is one thing about the spot where Stacy's remains were found that doesn't make sense to me. Why choose a spot on the road that is almost directly across the road from a house? There is other spots on State Route 257 that would not have been across the road from a house. Did the monster who put Stacy at that spot want Stacy to be found in Delaware County? 
Or did that person want an easy spot to remember that way they could go back to visit their victim? I know some listeners might wonder why I talk about Delaware County again. I talked about the county in season one. Well, there is still unanswered questions about this location. The more questions we get answers to, the less unanswered questions we gotta keep searching for the answers for. It is the same for working on this podcast and building a true timeline of Stacy's last days, weeks, and months of her life. The more days, hours, and minutes that a person can pinpoint for Stacy's life, the fewer days, hours, and minutes we got to wonder about what happened on that day, or who was Stacy with, how was she feeling, what did she talk about. I talked to people for this podcast, and I have made comments like, I would like to talk to a certain person for the podcast and see what they have to say. And sometimes I get the sense that some people wonder why. I have even received the response, well, that person wasn't a person of interest, or they were cleared as a person of interest. It's not about talking to someone to see if they're guilty or not. It's about filling in Stacy's timeline of her life. Filling in the days, hours, and minutes that only Stacy and whoever was there shared with her. Because the more we know about Stacy's days, hours, and minutes of her life before she went missing in Columbus, the more time could be focused on the times that we don't know of. Then there is also the fact that this is a true crime podcast. And as a host, I am just an outsider trying to look in. I did not know Stacy personally. I did not know her friends or family. So if people don't speak up or don't help with leads to other people to talk to, it would be just like any other investigation. It makes it tougher to keep pushing forward. In order for just in case you forgot to keep pushing forward, I need the help of anyone willing. A person can do this by simply emailing me. I put my contact email in the description area of every episode. Just remember, we all are in this for the same reason. To find justice for Stacy Colbert. In the next few episodes, I will go over some things that happened while I waited to take a trip to Delaware County. In the next episode, I will be talking to Ashley again, one of Stacy's friends and sorority sisters. Ashley felt like she had something to say and she wants to talk about something that some people might not want to hear. Okay, um, the first thing is that um, people are really hot and cold about this topic. And so I just want to make sure that there's some sort of warning to people about what we're going to talk about because they might not want to listen to it. All that and more still to come on Just In Case You Forgot. Why here? We, We don't know. Just In Case You Forgot podcast is produced and hosted by William Swafford. Music was put together by William Swafford.